messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. Good ones, and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Yeah, without Kyle, I never would have heard of that new country called Butthedistan. My name is Andrew Walsh, I hail from that new country called Butthedistan. I'm here with Genevieve Has. hello Vives. Hi Andrew. All right, you can tell I'm bouncing off the walls a little bit, can't you? I'm very yeah, you're excited. Pretty, you're pretty keyed up. I'm pretty keyed up about today's show. I've kept it a secret from you. Yep. I've spent the past hour or so producing this show. It is quiz-related. I know you love a quiz. I love a quiz. I'm going to be challenging you to something. I want you to know, I want the listeners to know, that today's idea was merely inspired by the start of the football season. But if folks are sick of hearing about the NFL since, you know, it did just the latest season did just launch um, this week, I promise you today's show is not literally about sports okay. in any way. And it's not about the NFL. It was merely inspired by the NFL. All right. Well, the NFL, NFL has inspired so many great things. Exactly. Uh, what could go wrong? So, um, Oh, I can't wait to get into that. I'll tell you what it's going to be in a second. Um, also, though, we're going to check in with the Ad Council later on in the show. In fact, you put something in the Ad Council that you say it's 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 a non-jingle jingle or it's jingle adjacent. It's like a jingle adjacent jingle. Ah, adjacent. But I'm really excited because um, it's, uh, it's a listener had some new information to share with us, and uh, that new information included uh, a jingle sing. So you know, I love a to hear a jingle sing. I love to hear a jingle sing. Cheerio. <laughs> It's a good old-fashioned jingle sing. <laughs> All right. First, though, let's play this guessing game. Okay, Genevieve. As I was washing dishes earlier today, thinking, what can we do this show about? I was listening to my sports radio station, and they were talking about the Seahawks football game last night, and I thought... Well, I got football on the mind, but I don't think most of our listeners want us to do another sports show. So I thought, wait a second, though. What if I did something that was a play on the names of football teams? Okay. Okay. And I started playing around with that idea. And what I've come up with here is a quiz where I'm going to play for you a commercial. And then you're going to tell me. What NFL team inspired me to okay. pick that commercial? Yeah, so I I'm, like it. Here, I can't do all the teams because I think there's like 32 or something. I'm, that was my original intention, but it was... That's a long quiz. It's It was going on for a long yeah. time. Do I even know all 32 NFL teams? I doubt it. I bet you you could get there with some hints. But So here's one that I don't think is on my list, like the Ravens. So if there was some commercial... You know, crows and ravens are different, right? See, I would have messed that They're one up. They're related. They're both corvids. Let's just say that, like, I had a commercial for some, you know, soda pop that happened to have a crow in the commercial. Okay. You'd be like, oh, okay. So that's the that's level the ravens. of hint it might yes, be. Yes, exactly. Right, gotcha. um, the ravens are not in this one. Um, and some of these, I will say, as I was going through these commercials, they're from all different periods of time. I think the earliest one maybe goes back to the 60s, and there's some modern ones in here, too. Um... 
I always chose the commercial that I thought was the most interesting mm -hmm. for the show sheet. I'm trying to serve that purpose, like the not the easiest answer, but not the, the easiest but the answer. Best so that means some of these yeah, are fine. super easy. I'll take a hit for the listeners' enjoyment. No, others though are a stretch. <laughs> I always pick the commercial that I wanted to talk about the most. Okay. So I think some of these um, you're going to get right away and others yeah. may challenge our relationship going forward. I got it. So prepare yourself I've for that. I've lost a lot of quizzes on this game. Uh, yeah, on the show. I so, mean, on the show, yeah. Um, okay, here is the very, very first one. This is going to be easy. I think it damn well better be. Uh, this is a Jeep commercial, and I have never seen this one before. I think it is absolutely bizarre, Genevieve. Now, is it bad if I guess now just based on the name of it, or should I wait? <laughs> Let's just wait to okay. the end. This is the easiest right, one because yeah. it's right in the product it's name. It's right in the product name. That's right. I thought maybe it was going to be Saint like... It's the St. Louis Jeeps. I, yeah. Um, I thought maybe it was like you were punking me because it wasn't going to be that, but okay. No, this is a Jeep Patriot commercial, yeah. which is one of their... So would you like to guess right I'm gonna now? I'm going to just go ahead and say it's the Patriots. Congratulations, Genevieve. You're already killing this quiz. But <laughs> I, and when I say killing it, I mean you're ruining it. No. Um, but this commercial is bizarre my love we have this is i think this is, is from 2007 at least that's how it's listed on youtube and we see a woman in her tent okay like she's out camping somewhere we see her, her husband or partner or somebody uh sleeping next to her and she wakes up because it's kind of like early daybreak i think and she hears two people messing around on their campsite and we see these two fellas and they're removing this is a canoe right i'm not a big yes, camper it's a canoe these two fellas <laughs> you're not a big camper or knower of basic <laughs> objects I, in my notes i think I or called... passer of grade school <laughs> in my notes i think i called it a kayak but it's not a looking kayak. at it here i realize yeah. it's a canoe um anyway so these two guys are stealing the canoe off of her Jeep Patriot, right? Mm -hmm. And it's weird. And so she hears them and then we see them in the water and they're rowing away and they're kind of like tittering about how they got away with it. Um, and I'm unsure. I'm assuming these are like friends of hers who are playing a prank. It's a little confusing. I had to watch it a couple of times. But at one point you can hear them say, can't wait to see the look on her face. Okay. So it they're must not just, because, they're not just roving canoe thieves. Yeah, because otherwise the premise of the premise of this is still bananas. Like they never set up why the unless it was part of a campaign of Jeep Patriot pranksters, which I kind of doubt. They never establish why these two individuals are stealing this canoe. Right. But she's like, oh, hell no. And so she hops in her Jeep Patriot. And while they're kind of floating down the river quickly, she's sort of scouting them from afar by like driving along a road that's next to the river. Uh huh. Then. The most extraordinary thing happens that is also unexplained. I guess I'll explain it when we get to that part of the commercial. Okay, okay. so so that's the setup. Here it is. It's daybreak, and these these two pranksters, I assume, are stealing the canoe. <laughs> okay, this means war. Okay, so she just said, I don't know if you could hear that. She says, okay, this means war, which, again, indicates sort of a, a um, maybe like two different camps right, that are kind of like trading. Right, it's a war exactly. of some kind. Okay, so they're floating. Which is, it is, you do have to do a lot of kind of backstory <laughs> yeah, imagining here. Right? Otherwise, it just seems really nuts. And the, their campsite, it seems especially remote, which I think doesn't help. Like, if this was more, if this felt more like 
a bunch of families camping together, it might make mm-hmm. a little bit more sense. Yeah. It does make me wonder, again, this is 2007, maybe these characters appeared in a maybe. bunch of Jeep commercials. Yeah. I'm not sure. But anyway, okay, so they're, they're rowing down the river now. She's driving alongside. <laughs> I can't wait to see the look on their face. It's so easy. Okay, now. Okay. Now you can hear her say, or you can hear them say uh, something like, uh, that was so easy. Can't wait to see the looks on their faces. And now the woman is outside of her Jeep and she's like kind of grimacing at them. She's not happy with all of this. And then she sees, I believe, a wolf, right? Yeah. Or is that a kayak? (laughs) No, uh, she sees a wolf standing on the rocks. And then she does that famous move from the kids in the hall. I'm crushing your head. I'm crushing your head. You know, she's holding her forefinger and thumb out. Yeah. She's, so in the perspective, it looks like she's grabbing the wolf by its midsection, only it's far away across the river. Uh-huh. But it magically works. Uh-huh. And she picks move, up, pick she magically up. picks up this wolf from afar and drops it into the canoe with the two thieves. And then they, of course, freak out and the whole thing tips over, I believe. I feel like it's a significant escalation of the prank war. Also, now you've got a wolf in a place it really doesn't want to be, which is in an unmanned canoe. And then, and I don't know exactly how it resolves because the two guys jump in the water. Next thing we know, she's driving back in her Jeep with the canoe again secured to her thing. Like, what happened there? So now she's got the canoe. I guess she picked the wolf back up and put it somewhere with her godlike powers. I guess so. Jeep Patriot. It gives you godlike powers. (laughs) I just sort of feel like if she had those powers all along. Yeah. Just pick up the canoe when they're leaving and put them on top of a mountain exactly pinch their head and put Pin- that yeah do do something do something more do something better with your unimaginable powers lady okay so you got that one right that's for the jeep patriot so what team is that the new england patriots indeedly do okay next commercial is for something called thoughtful cards now i know i have a bit of a speech impediment but that is actually it's like thoughtful only it's spelled t-h-o-r thoughtful thoughtful is a word that I doesn't I don't like it on my earballs. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And coming out of my mouth, it's not great either. This is a very modern commercial. I think this came out this year. And we see two people sitting in, I believe, a, a coffee shop. Let me scroll ahead here. Yeah, it's like kind of a coffee shop atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. And the woman gives a card to the fella. And I'm getting the impression that these guys are friends, although maybe they're a couple. I don't know. He reads the card. We don't even see what's inside of it, okay? But he gets a big smile on his face and then these two start communicating but they don't use the English language they communicate differently than you and I she hands him the card he opens it up they're both like kind of like nerdy looking they're sort of adorkable they're they're adorable perfect right and so he reads the card whatever he sees it gives him a big smile on his face then he looks her in the eye and says this And then she responds with that. Then he says that. Now they're talking to each other in this language. The people around the coffee shop look disturbed as they continue talking. Speak your language of love with a Valentine's Day card that's really, 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 really thoughtful. Buy online today at thoughtful.com. First I'll say, I know it's the Dolphins. The what dolphins? The Miami Dolphins. Okay. And secondly, that does not tell me 
anything about what thoughtful cards do or do not accomplish. I disagree. I think it convey. I've never heard of him before seeing this commercial, but I think to me that conveys the kind of humor and quirkiness that you would find in these cards. It's All not right. going to be a super sh- a commercial like that is not advertising like a really a schmaltzy hallmark sentimental card. Sure, I guess so. I I just I think it it just doesn't speak to me. So maybe I'm yeah. not I'm not the person to use thoughtful. Yeah, it doesn't speak to me necessarily either. But it definitely has sort of a um sort of a. a, a I think thoughtful's bothering me because <laughs> it feels like there's a, a some wordplay there that I'm missing. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you know how it, I don't know if I love or hate, or maybe somewhere in between, um, <laughs> bad puns for like salons and butcher shops. Yes, there's right. one main element. Yes, that one. Oh, that one drove me nuts because it's spelled main like a lion's mane, but it didn't really make sense. I yeah, mean, I guess. It's like a lion's it's just, hair. There's the sense, I, I think you and I feel like just putting a word in the name of your salon that is a that is an allusion to hair isn't enough. Yes, exactly. Now, there is a QFC. Yes, I noticed this the other day. They changed the name. They Oh, yeah, because of the hair. So there's a QFC shopping plaza not far from us, QFC being the grocery store, and there's a salon in there. And for the first time ever, I noticed the salon. But you're right. It is a – I don't know what it used to be, but there's a it new sign out there. It also used to be something punny. Really? Yeah, and the, and I do you know what this pun is? Do you remember off the top of your head? Because it's got hair in it. It's like – Yes. It's like – It's not hair today, gone tomorrow, but it's, it's very similar. It's something equally – nonsensical that's yeah. like it just mentions hair it's not a good name for a salon it is amazing i'm trying to do a google map here but the thing is if it recently changed its name yeah, this isn't going to do me recent much good one. um it used to just oh wait there wait it is. no there it is this is the same one that i saw yeah oh but i can't get i'm on street view here and i can't quite always, always hair for you always hair for you barber oh, god come on now do you know that that's a new name or are you guessing because it looks like a temporary no, sign i know it's a new name because I noticed I walk that's where I go to walk to the park and um, it used to have another name and now it's and I don't remember what the old one was but I noticed that because it was different that's so funny because we're on Google Maps Street View here so they just must have just updated this map I mean it's probably been a few weeks so yeah but weeks though that's that's interesting Um, okay so congratulations you're two for two here and again we're not doing the entire league although we have I think about 15 questions right, so we need to wrap we need to yeah, Speed I don't want to rush up. the show too much, but some of these will um, probably lend themselves to more conversation than others. Um, okay, this next one I think is going to be pretty obvious. This is for UPS. Uh, UPS had a series of commercials where they focused on various people who work for a company. Like there's one that's like the shipping manager, and they kind of profile that person. That person kind of talks directly to the camera, and they talk about why UPS is so great for them. This one is confusing. This one is for a mail clerk. But it doesn't take place in the office. It starts off with the mail clerk bowling with his friends in a bowling alley. But then he turns to camera, starts talking about how much he loves UPS. While he's talking, we see some flashbacks to him at work using UPS. And then at the very end, he exclaims something about how great UPS is. I can't remember what. And suddenly he remembers he's in a bowling alley and all of his friends are looking at him funny. Brown makes work easy. Brown helps me get it done. Brown keeps track of my addresses. Brown tells people their shipments are coming. Brown even prints the labels for me. Brown takes care of me. 
I love brown. Desktop but does he love 80. the Cleveland Browns? But does he love the Cleveland Browns? He used to, and then they signed a disgusting human being to be their quarterback. That's yep. right, Genevieve. UPS, what can Brown do for you campaign? Terrible idea. Just an awful slogan. Just because Brown and shit are, you, you feel like too to synonymous? Me, yeah, you're not with me on that? What has, can Brown do for it you? It has Sounds never so really gross. bothered me that much, yeah. Huh. Sounds poopy. Okay, uh, (laughs) this next one. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you remember this commercial from the 90s, but I actually do. At first, I didn't think I did, but the more I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God, yes. So, for some reason, we have fighter pilots, like kind of Top Gun-style fighter pilots, right? And, I mean, this is like a scene out of Top Gun. They're, like, doing their little practices, like Maverick and... Another one. Well, they're in the same plane. Who would be in the other plane? Iceman and Joker. Merlin. Merlin. Look at us knowing the pilots from Top Gun. I don't. Is Joker for sure one? I think so. Okay. I could be wrong. That could be a full metal jacket thing. Anyway. It definitely is a full metal jacket thing. (laughs) Let's just move on. It might also be Top Gun. (laughs) Let's not get stuck on that. Um, But anyway, so they're doing their little practice. It's like a scene out of Top Gun. My guess is it might have been connected to the film, although this feels like the 90s to me, not the 80s. Anyway, at some point... Um, you know, they're talking on walkie talkies to each other. This guy, this pilot's name is Mustang. And um, somebody says, hey, it's time for a soda. And then he's got this special mechanism in his jet and a glass bottle of Diet Pepsi safe. pops up. Do you remember this at all? Vaguely, yeah. A glass bottle. It's almost more like Star Wars. A glass bottle of Diet Pepsi pops up kind of out of the console and then he goes to t- and it looks like it's ice cold right it's being kept cold somewhere in the jet and then he goes to grab it but he can't pull it out of the device it's stuck in there and now we start to realize as we hear his colleagues in the other airplane tittering at him they've again pulled some sort of a prank and it's a real prank heavy show. it really is they've glued the bottle in to this thing i don't know and he can't get his diet pepsi out while he's flying this thing a good by the time way. for pranks is um yeah, yeah, going Mach 3 or <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so he finds a creative, almost Mentos-like solution, although never put your Mentos in the Diet Pepsi. It'll suds over. Okay, take a listen to this, and I'll tell you what he does to get his Pepsi out. I think I remember. What do you think he does? I think he does an inverted thing, yeah. and the Pepsi pours out. Exactly, into a little cup. Angels 11, bearing 090, over. Nice going, Mustang. Maneuver's completed. Relax and uh, have one on me. Roger, dead mother. said relax and have one on me. The guy pops open his Diet Pepsi chamber, but he can't get it out. Problem, Mustang. No problem. Trouble with your refreshment system? Uh, negative. Well, look what he's doing. He found a bottle opener. He's going to open the bottle himself. And then he inverts the airplane, holds up a cup, fills it with Pepsi. Fills it with Pepsi. Luckily, there was exactly as much Pepsi 
uh, as goes in the cup. And then he flies above them like Maverick flying uh, near a MIG and giving him the bird. Over the MIG. Which I never understood that because I only saw that movie based on the tape that we taped (laughs) off of NBC. And they say the bird, but I think I was too young to know the bird meant middle finger then. And I Uh couldn't understand what Maverick did to make everybody so upset in that scenario. Um, um, can I go? Can I go ahead? So, and guess Genevieve, my football please team make here? a guess why I picked that. The Omaha Pepsi's. <laughs> How are you so good at this? No, it would be the New York Jets. The New York Jets. Now, I do have an answer key on a piece of paper over here on my side of the desk. You cannot see this, right? You're just that good. I'm just that good. You're just that good. Yeah, I was just that good that I was able to think of Jets. Okay, congratulations. Um, this next one is actually an NBA commercial, so I guess we'll be talking about sports a little bit. Th- I found this to be so confusing. I found it in a couple of places without much explanation at all because there's never a logo on this. There's never any specific branding. It's just a... It almost has a guerrilla marketing kind of vibe to it or like it's... um, Almost a Spike Jonesy kind of vibe to it. We see Bill Murray in a hoodie and khakis and he's in New York somewhere. I think right here he's in like the... um, kind of the doorway of a sneaker shop, right? Yep. And he's playing with a basketball. He's bouncing it around. He's bouncing it through his legs. He he doesn't look super skilled, but he also doesn't look comically clumsy or anything. He's just kind of bouncing it around. Do you remember this ad? No, I have no memory of this. And there's no mention of the product that's being sold. It's just a voiceover of Bill Murray talking about basketball in in a poetic way while we see him. And again, this is like... um almost like the opening of the Louis C.K. show or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like when they go, he goes down into that comedy club. You just sort of see people hanging out while Bill Murray is bouncing this ball and we hear this voiceover. Looks like a religion with me. I believe in myself. I'm there for me. I believe in the ball. The ball is there for me. I believe in the court, but I just can't find the court. I have a ball, and I'm here. I just can't find my court. I know it's out there somewhere. That's it. Fade to black. And I believe that is part of an NBA campaign that aired in 1995. There are others in the campaign that I later found where he's, like, on a basketball court, like, just you know, a pickup court somewhere in the city talking to a young kid Uh about basketball and just kind of giving dumb advice and kind of bad <laughs> advice but none of it is slapsticky it's all yeah. it's all kind of weird okay well that's definitely bill murray's brand yeah i um, really like that i commercial, do need to give though. some thought to the this one is the first yeah. one that hasn't been immediately obvious it's to not me. the new jersey basketballs <laughs> that'd be that an amazing be, team be a, for a football a team. wild um, nfl team yeah. yeah um let's see um well, let's see. Who, it's Bill Murray. It's New York. Uh, there were some sneakers involved, uh, some dribbling. Um, there was sidewalks. I'm really reaching here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have to. I think I have to give up on this one. This is this is one. Is that, this a relationship ender? This might be. <laughs> Who's in this commercial again? 
Oh, the Bills. <laughs> That's right, my friend. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. I looked for some others about like bill collecting and uh-huh. the bill collectors or whatever. No, but that, I, I walked right past it. I wanted to talk about this one because I, it was really fascinating to me, and I'd like to learn more about that campaign. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, uh, here's one that is pretty self-explanatory, I think, and it's from, I think this is the oldest one we have. It's from the 1960s, and it begins with it begins with this jingle from the valley of the jolly oh 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 green giant good things from the garden garden in the valley valley of the jolly green giant summer green snapping fresh kitchen sliced to taste their best tender beans are coming from the valley These green giant green beans start from special seed and grow into these tender, thick meat beauties. (laughs) Then they're kitchen sliced. Thick meat beauties. Tender, thick meat beauties. I love my thick meat beauties. Well, I hope that's the the reference to the football team that we're talking about here. (laughs) Uh, The tender, thick meat beauties of the uh, Los Angeles Rams. No, I'm going to guess the Giants. Indeed, Lee Where are they from, though? you got to say that because otherwise this is too easy. Come on. Have they moved around? I don't think so. They're a. Are they? Are they New York? Yeah, New York Giants. New York Giants. Um, I would have given you the point anyway. Um, yeah, and you know, I just noticed on, upon this watching that this was Green Giant. This is pre Jolly Green Giant. At some point, they must have added Jolly to soften the image. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, I do. He love was always that. a thick meat beauty, though. He really was. You know, there's a lot of talk of corn niblets in these early commercials, <laughs> and then eventually. And these are usually animated with like little little cartoon people kind of preparing the the beans, which are huge to them. Um, there's many campaigns, but at some point they introduced this little um, this little, little carrot. sprout. Sprout, exactly. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about sprout. They really had to soften him, soften that. Yeah. Giant up, I guess. He's softened that giant up. Okay. Oh, I love this commercial so much. It's from 1979. I'm not even going to set this up at all. It's a montage uh, of a bunch of women in the workforce. I guess I did set it up. Take a listen. Women of America, are you in charge? I'm in charge. (laughs) I'm in charge. I'm the boss. I'm in charge. Master Charge wants to give you all the clout you're working for. So when you shop, you can say, I'm in charge. That's real clout. When you carry Master Charge, you carry clout. I'm not president of the company yet, but I'm still in charge. First of all, folks, we're giving you a lot of jingle material. You know the phone number. Um, Can you believe there was not a single woman of color. <laughs> yes, I can. I mean, believe can you believe it? it? Yes. Can you believe it in this country? Well, the funny thing oh, is, I mean, it's like they were, they were. Most of them were indistinguishable from each other. It was 1979. They were probably just congratulating themselves on being so progressive that they're showing women in the workforce Unreal. and the idea that women are in charge. They all were styled exactly the same. They were all white. Most of them had like, most of them were even the same like color palette. Yeah. I mean, it was just that's just astounding to me we saw women in all different fields we saw people in kind of design studios we saw one woman in a uh, in a stereo store that i assume she runs and yeah. then she puts her headphones on and kind of bops out to some music a little bit just unreal um now i already gave you a check mark on, check mark on my sheet for this one so you better get it right the san diego chargers 
Well, I got half of that right. What are they? They are now the San Diego Chargers. You're absolutely right. Sorry. Oh, I, I thought was it was like, one of those. What happened? Wait, I, I thought they were, were one of those teams that moved. Did they move? I don't know. Uh, that year when everybody moved. Everybody Yeah, moved. yeah, they're the Los Angeles Chargers now. I started oh, to say I started right. to say that because LA like, has two teams. That's yes. why I got mix, mixed up. But they yes. were San Diego for years. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But I was about to say the LA Chargers and then as it was about to come out of my mouth, all of a sudden I was like, "Wait, maybe they didn't move." Yeah, no, they did. And I, it's just that I think of LA and the Rams now more yeah. because they won last year and all yeah. that business. But like, yeah, and their colors are similar. Their colors are also similar. Yeah, that yeah. kind of gets me too. Okay, um, God, you're getting all of these now. The Bills one, I, 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 I gave you, you a gave you hint on, yeah. sort of. Now this I like one, that one. That was subtle. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that this is subtle, too, although I don't know if it will be. This is a newer commercial, I'm guessing, in the past year or so. In fact, let me see when this was posted to YouTube. Yeah, it's just posted of spring of this year. And this is for a um, some sort of product, I guess an app called Condeco. And it's one of those you know, business apps. There right. are so many business apps. So these many days. business apps. And they're going to explain in this, like, kind of all the things you can do to kind of like. Um, What's what I'm looking for? Uh, expedite things and keep your team all on board and just like, be efficient to run like your logistics. business logistics and to run your business more efficiently, I guess, is the word I was looking for. Um, and the joke here is we have a, a CEO. The name of this commercial is the CEO. Dino CEO, they call it, because um, he's a he's a white man in a suit in his office. He's not a dino. I'm dis- I'm he's sorry. He's not to be an the actual dinosaur, you. but he's going to say, "Hey, listen, I'm not one of those old dino CEOs. I'm a I'm you know I'm playing sure. with the young ones here, right?" But the irony is, as he's talking about how he loves Condeco and what a modern businessman he is now. It flashes. He's got some of his his young employees, his young and I think more diverse employees kind of by his side. And he's bragging about how with it he is. But then it flashes back to all these scenes where his employees are pushing him in this direction to use Condeco and to modernize his business. And his reaction in all the flashbacks is very mocking. He did have to be dragged kicking and screaming into the future. But for this commercial, he is taking all of the credit uh, while they sort of roll their eyes more and more behind him. Take a listen. When working practices went flexible, I wasn't one of those dinosaurs who thought it wouldn't work. Where is everyone? They're working from home. Walking their dogs? On my dime. Great. Just great. I had the vision to speak to Condeco about their workplace solutions. I think scheduling software could help us. Scheduling software? The simple-to-use software brings people together and makes collaboration a dream. How are they going to collaborate? Well, they find each other on the app. And book through their calendar. And book through their calendar. So now we're seeing a flashback of of one of these employees who like can't even take it anymore. She goes in the into the um, restroom and turns on the hot air blower just so she can scream out of frustration. So, Vives, this is a very visual ad. Do you think that the listeners are have I described it well enough yeah, I so think far? So. Okay, yeah. So these uh, employees of his are looking more and more just like kind of ticked off by this guy and downtrodden. And now, of course, he's walking through the hallways though, taking all the credit. <laughs> 
with the cost savings, I decided, on my own, to create a workspace that everyone loves. What the heck am I supposed to do with all this space? We were thinking a social area. This is not a playground. Where's that guy going? <laughs> then we see in the background they have a climbing wall and there's some guy just climbing up the climbing wall. So don't be a dino CEO. Be smart like me and get the office of tomorrow today with Condeco. Oh, I am literally unstoppable. He's now enjoying the ping pong table that's in the social area. Same guy still using the climbing wall behind him. I thought that went pretty well, huh? The tech guy just leaves without <laughs> comment. Without even looking at him. Yeah, so nobody likes this guy. I actually like that commercial. I guess so. It's sort of unclear, like, are we, are we, is, he's obviously the villain, but he's also the protagonist. I actually think that the coworkers or the or the employees are the silent protagonist uh -huh. because we see that. And, and again, I think it's very specific that he is an older white man. Yeah. Yet he's got this diverse crew next to him that are kind of like kind of stylish in a certain right. way or very kind of modern looking. And they're like they represent like us or somebody. Yeah, in I guess so. It's like who is this talking to? Is it talking to other decision makers hmm. like other CEOs? Because you don't want to see yourself in this guy who is a real yeah. piece of shit. I mean, right. he takes credit for their work. I mean, it's like it's like it's like nine to five, you know, right. like I don't know if you remember the plot of that movie, but basically um, the villain of the movie uh, is takes it like tries to take credit for all the great work that happens while he was literally tied up somewhere. What's his name? Denby or what's the name of the guy who plays the boss? Danby? Uh, no, um, the, he was. Um, uh, oh, it, is a, it is a it is a well known actor. Um, uh, Am I even close with that? Uh, Dabney. Dabney, Dabney Dabney Coleman. Coleman. Hey, I got closer than you, you thought. You did get close. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like he's a real Dabney Coleman type. He doesn't look like Dabney yeah. Coleman, but I mean that's that's the vibe he puts out. So if I'm a decision maker, like I don't like this guy and his taking credit for it. But if I'm not a decision maker, I just like feel resentful of this scenario that these people well, are. Well, maybe in. you're like a decision maker who isn't an old white guy and you relate more to these other people and you're taking advice from them. Anyway, it's not the perfect commercial. I kind of like it. I think that the performances are good. I actually, even though there are no actual words spoken by them, I, I actually think the perform. Oh, actually, there are some words spoken by them uh, when they're pitching these ideas yeah. in meetings. I, I kind of like the crew that are pitching the ideas. But the most important question here is Genevieve. This is one of the only ones that's even slightly challenging, I think. It's but pretty you, challenging. I can't. I, you can't I know figure it out. I can't figure it out. Let me think just for a second okay. here. We've got um, a workplace, a boss. Um, he's the CEO. Is he the he's Chiefs? The CEO. It's the Chiefs. Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs. You're pretty good at this game. <laughs> because I was like, oh, how can we do the Chiefs? And I was like, well, there's no way I'm going to play some racist-ass yeah. commercial from the 80s that's showing some, you know, aboriginal chief or something like that. Right. So I started thinking, what else does chief mean? I was pretty proud of myself. So I think I really should get a point for that one. <laughs> um, okay, how about this? Sure, points for everyone. How about um, this commercial from, I believe, the late, nope, early 90s. It's with everybody's favorite Candace Bergen. She is one of my favorites. Murphy Brown. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was, I was trying to remember the, the name. She was a spokesman for them for quite some time. Mm-hmm.
But this one is a little bit weird. It's a little bit arty. You see a bunch of like horses out in the wilderness somewhere and they're like stuck behind some sort of, I believe, a natural barricade or maybe they're fenced in. I can't recall. And the whole time Candace Bergen is just making a, a pitch for sprint as being kind of a, a, a barrier breaker. And these horses illustrate that by jumping over the barrier as she's talking about sprint getting into, I want to say... I want to say fiber optics or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. It was 1993. There was a great chaos and confusion. The established order had indeed been challenged. That challenge was answered the day one company leapt a technological barrier with the first digital fiber optic network nationwide and the most modern signaling equipment. If you were to build the perfect 800 service, you'd do exactly what AT&T has done. Follow Sprint. Okay. What um, do you think? Well, I saw some wild horses there. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of mm-hmm. some Broncos. Mm-hmm. It's a losing team from Denver that I heard about <laughs> one time. Genevieve, I will give you this opportunity to dunk on me. I don't think, I gotta say this quietly because it's kind of embarrassing. I don't think it was until today that I realized what a Bronco was. What did you think it was? I thought it was a type of horse. Whereas I guess it just defines any kind of wild horse. Oh, I mean, I I thought you were going to say something radically different. Yeah, I thought it was in the hip hippo. Yeah, family. And like a different animal family. Like, no, no, no. Oh, I wouldn't know I a, a bronco from a you know a particular kind of horse or if it what it refers. It's not to. a particular kind of horse. It's an untamed wild horse. All right. Well, that, I guess that's what I've always thought of it as, but I I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. Uh, definitively. Yeah, so a bucking bronco makes sense because it's untamed, mm-hmm. right? Um, congratulations on that. Thank um, you. And congratulations on me for not taking the easy way out and going with a Budweiser commercial. They have a lot of horses in their commercials. I don't know they if you do, but that. those are emphatically not broncos. One of them is, though. There was one that I kept seeing over oh, and okay. over again. I was like, no, Usually they're you. known for their Clydesdales. Oh, I think this one... Oh... Okay, you're, you'll get this one, though. It was kind of a stretch. This is back in the uh, later 90s now, 1998. This is for the Pizza Hut Sicilian Pizza, okay? And we see, uh, once again, Genevieve, mailroom clerks, I believe. We see some um, Maybe that clerks. should have been our theme. <laughs> yes, we could still build that out. We have... Um, <laughs> Some clerks and what looks like some company uh, mailroom, like I say, and they're taking a lunch or dinner break. It's hard to say. This is a windowless <laughs> basement. Um, and it looks like one of the high power executives comes down to the mailroom. And this is what happens. What are people doing today? Just having the Sicilian from Pizza. Oh, I didn't notice that the first time. So the the Mr. Executive wearing the um, the suit and, of course, another white guy. Uh, I think he said, "What? how are the little people doing today? Is that what he said here at the beginning? How are little people doing today? He Just did. having the Sicilian from Pizza Hut. How about a slice? You can't handle the Sicilian. I mean, being a shallow corporate raider can't prepare you for garlic, basil, and oregano or the blast of cheese, herbs, seasonings in every morsel. Now, I should mention the physicality going on here. This mailroom clerk who's in love with this pizza and says that Mr. Suit can't handle it, he is grabbing Mr. Suit by the lapels. He's throwing his arm around him. He's now pushing his face down into the Sicilian-style pizza so far that 
that Mr. Suit ends up getting spaghetti or pizza sauce on his nose. It's the garlic, basil, and oregano were the blast of cheese, herbs, seasonings in every morsel. Napkin. Our new Sicilian pizza only at Pizza Hut. Only $8.99. For the absolute mother of a deal, get up to three toppings or any specialty pizza for two bucks more. I hope I wasn't out of line with that shallow corporate raider crack. The Sicilian pizza from Pizza Hut. Can you handle it? Man, I want some of that pizza. I know. I, to- Damn, I was going to say, I almost this said before we played this. show has probably made us order more pizza. I know. Uh, the Raiders. Would you have gotten, yes. Would you have got, where, where are the Raiders? Uh, now they are Las Vegas. Exactly. Would you have gotten that if they hadn't said Raider twice in that? No, I think that was what got it. What Even you it heard it the first time? Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, no, it's no. such a specific, oh no. No, I'm saying it, I wouldn't, it the second have, time. I wouldn't have heard it except that he re-emphasized that he meant said that. Yeah, it kind of bummed me out that he said it a second time. I almost cheated and pulled down the fader early, but I decided not to. Oh. Fearless play above board. So you have essentially, even though I... I don't think you can give me the bills. Eh. I really don't. Well, it's an asterisk. Um, okay, how about this one? I don't remember this one. I'm going to put this in maybe the... the um, early to mid 2000s and we see a youngish man um maybe a guy in his 20s or something in a convenience store right and he's filling up his coke cup you know his disposable cup full of coca-cola and um before he pays for it he starts kind of taking sips off the top of it right and even at one point you see the store clerk kind of give him the hairy eyeball and like he keeps on topping it off and taking a sip topping it off and taking a sip before he's paid for it there he is sipping away oh he loves it Get some coke too. <laughs> He's trying to be kind of sneaky about it. Filling it up again. Just a little bit, just a little tap at a time. <laughs> this says sip stealing, not a felony in all 50 states. Coca Cola. Um. All right. I am sort of uh, I'm sort of lost on this one. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me talk through it for a second okay. here. You got. Mm-hmm. Guy filling a cup. Indeedly do. A soda. Indeedly Coke. Do. Yippers. That's pop. What's happening. Pop. Uh, drinking, sipping. Um, <laughs> gosh. Uh, filling a cup. This is a one that is a bit of a stretch. It's yeah. a play on words on my part a little okay. bit. Um, let me think. All right. So it is... A, a, somebody filling a cup or what did the log line say um sip stealing not a felony in all 50 states yep something in there let's see so what is he doing he's using that log line what is he doing he's I don't know. He's sip stealing. He's sip stealing. So that oh, would the make stealers. him a sip stealer. But that's not even the right I spelling. I told you it was a that play one, on words. That one we are breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Then I'm not. Even though you got there and giving you an X, and you know what? Fine. I'm I don't you accept that. I don't. Ex- I don't accept that ding. That was. That is <laughs> oh, not right. right. Sorry. That was. I. Yeah. I guess I dinged it. Do you want me to give you the? Buzzer? I reject that point. Um. You don't reject it. I never gave it to you. 
Um, <laughs> I thought that was a pretty clever one. I mean, what was I going to do otherwise? Get a bunch of like people in a steel mill? That's I don't like know, Andrew. On the new- I didn't invent this quiz. That yeah. sounds like a you problem. You know what? No, it's a you problem because you are missing a point. Um, okay, this one I'm pretty proud of over here. This is for um, Velveeta. Like, it's whatever their version of, like, mac and cheese is, only it's, like, Velveeta. Uh, I'm sure somewhere there is a commercial, by the way, that used blue steel as a joke. Uh, Probably not. Um, Because I feel like that would be kind of, you know, intellectual property. And they never, and no one ever paid for intellectual property in in a commercial? Okay. Um, This next one is for Velveeta Shells and Cheese specifically called liquid gold in this case and you see um you see a, a store manager walking down an aisle in his grocery store right and just outside of like or sitting down in the aisle next to all the shells and cheese are some old prospectors like gold prospectors right like old timey even though they're in a modern grocery store and the manager confronts them they're just like sitting there eating the product they even have a fire going like a campfire going uh, sir? You law? We've had some complaints of... Is that a fire? <laughs> There's your payoff, deputy. Get! Bill, I don't know if you could hear that, so he tosses the, the manager a box of the noodles and says, there's your payoff, deputy. And then <laughs> the manager just stands there dumbfounded and then the prospector says, get! There's your payoff, deputy. Get! <laughs> shells and cheese. There's gold in our shells. All right. Genevieve, I'm, this is a good this one. This is a good one, and I and I'm very happy. I'm enjoying it very much. The 49ers. That's right. Of the city of, of San Francisco. San Francisco, indeed. Congratulations, and a pretty good commercial, right? Yeah, I really like the commercial. I like yeah. I like the um, I like all the performances. I thought yeah. it was a funny funny lines. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, I did find a Fiat commercial. Um, that involves Zoolander doing blue steel. Okay, whatever. Um, okay, this one, I will be interested in seeing if you get this. I think this is legit. You'll probably get it wrong and be whiny again. I think this is legit, but I think it's legit difficult as well. You got to follow my logic. Are you ready to follow my logic, Genevieve? Because I, I am so. the quiz master. This is a PSA from the 90s. No, I'm going to put this in the very early 2000s, I believe. It feels very 90s-esque, but I'm pretty sure this was early 2000s, like 2001 or two or something. And I remember this commercial. I'll read to you what the screen says in that uh, like 90s-esque font. We see a young woman behind her computer downloading something. It says, you wouldn't steal a car. Then you see somebody actually stealing a car. You wouldn't steal a handbag, and you see somebody swiping a handbag. I remember this ad. You wouldn't steal a television. You see somebody stealing a TV out of somebody's apartment. You wouldn't steal a DVD. You see somebody swiping a DVD, pickpocketing it. Or, I guess. And then it says, downloading pirated films is stealing. And now we see this college student again downloading something in her uh, in her dorm. It says, download complete. Piracy. It's a crime. But what if you call it buccaneering? What if you do? The Tampa Bay. Bu- <laughs> still still the Tampa, no matter what Giselle has to say about it. <laughs> the Tampa Bay. Still the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm feeling. Tom Brady's going to go to the Super Bowl this year just to show his wife 
that he can do it. Why have you been following some of this, like him missing time at practice or whatever? Well, and people thought it had to do with maybe some home stuff. Well, apparently there. Yeah. I mean, the, the scuttlebutt is that she's like pretty rip shit about him going back on his retirement plan. I had caught a little bit of wind of that. I didn't know it was that explicit, though. I mean, um, you know, that's the rumor says, mill. says the rumor. mill. Yeah. OK. Um, here is a Snickers commercial that seems it's like it's maybe from around the same era, very late 80s or probably maybe more likely early 90s. And we see a long line of people waiting to get into heaven. And there's some old man who's talking to the gatekeeper and um, the gatekeeper's like, you've been a terrible person. I'm not letting you in here. Take a listen. Says here you ran over a squirrel when you were 16. Oh, you saw that, huh? No, I was guessing. <laughs> you never put the toilet seat down. What? You ripped the tag off your mattress. What? Does your bachelor party ring a bell? <laughs> not going anywhere for an eternity? I'm not even going to look at puberty. Now you're seeing that there's this huge long line behind this conversation, and you're going to hear one guy, uh, I think it's a guy, yell something like, come on, is this line ever going to move? Hey, does this line ever move? And then that guy, now, isn't it? That guy gets sucked down to someplace not so great. Someplace bad. And the gatekeeper says, it's moving now, isn't it? Here, I'll let the commercial end on its own here. Moving now, isn't it? When you're really hungry, grab the big one. Next, you're a winner. Then we see like a, an old lady at the front. The guy's like, Ugh, you're a winner. Also, he's got a mug that says, do I look like I care? Did you <laughs> notice that? Um, he does not seem like a very uh, idealistic saint. Uh-huh. St. Peter, don't you call me because I can't go. <laughs> Uh, the New Orleans Saints. Indeed, that was a tough one for me because I didn't. I got them finding angels ads, yeah, but I. But was that's like, very specific. I needed a saint, so it's Saint Peter, or at least uh, a stand-in for Saint Peter. There. Um, okay, here we go. This is for a product I had not heard of before. Oh, and I didn't timestamp it correctly, so I'm gonna have to find it. Look away, look away. Oh, it's too late. I've already. You're gonna get this one. I in mean, a it's second. right in the name. It's right in the name. I'm scrolling. It's called Funny Western Cowboy Commercial <laughs> Compilation. That's so right. I'm gonna guess it's the Cowboys. It's the it's Western Universe. It's Western <laughs> Washington University <laughs> Fighting Cowboys. Um, okay. <laughs> I wish there was a team called the Fighting Cowboys. Okay, so I, mean, yeah. I know there's a team called the Cowboys, but I wish they were called the Fighting Cowboys. But you don't know what. See, this is where I'm going to get. You don't know where that team uh, plays. There's no way you know where I've the Cowboys play. I've never heard play. of Dallas. Okay. Um, okay, so you got that one right, but I'm going to play this commercial anyway because it is, Genevieve, absolutely... Bananas is the wrong word here. It is... Dimes were different. <laughs> I think this is, I'm guessing from always, the quality of this. Always a good sign <laughs> for the, uh, how some, how well something has held up when you have to preface it with, times were different. Let me put it this way. So I, I could have gone with the obvious, like, pace picante, uh, you, you get this salsa in New York City, get a rope. Yeah. Like, we talk about that on the TBTL, on the TBTL quite a <laughs> bit, because it sticks in our head from growing up during that era. But even the commercial itself ended up scrapping that get a rope line. Because, yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty lynching violent. Lynching is pretty yeah. violent. Genevieve. And this... just because you have a bunch of like, you know, silly white guys saying it to each other doesn't really remove the violence from that stent that sentence. But my family loved it, too. We would say it to each other all the time. Genevieve. This commercial for McCain Legend French fries, which were, I don't know if you've heard of them, they're like freezer crinkly fries. I have not heard of them, but I love freezer crinkly fries. 
that commercial looked at that Pace Picante commercial and said, hold my salsa. This wow. is amazingly violent. Oh, boy. It begins with some cowboys or, you know, Western folks in cowboy hats. Cowboys, you know. okay. I was just reading an article. No, no, it's not the name, but I was just kind of like, if you wear a cowboy hat, does it make you a cowboy? I mean, Boy, your dad wears a cowboy hat. I there's don't think a, he's a uh, lot of rustling. There's an existential question. <laughs> right. But anyway, these are cowboys. And they're... If you wear a cowboy, does it make <laughs> you a cowboy hat? And other stories, <laughs> funny and otherwise. Humorous and otherwise. Humorous and From otherwise. a life lived on the range. Yeah. Um, these cowboys are um, standing next to a man who is sitting on a horse with a noose fully around his neck like he yeah. is facing I feel like we saw a lot of nooses growing up like yes. a lot like nooses were just like played for comedy a lot more as when we were kids and like in those spaghetti westerns like the man yeah. with no name movies it's but, I mean, very but, reminiscent of that yes and i mean but in those scenarios like i think you can say like yeah you can like hangings and things i don't know how real they were but yeah. you can you can use them for dramatic Frontier purposes yeah. and, and, and use them to to like tell a story but just like as a signifier of like, it's like a silly, like a silly kind of thing in the way that like, like, oh, there's going to be an execution here, but it's like a silly fun one that we can all have a good time about. Right. Um, well, this one, it begins with this guy. He's got a noose around his neck and they're like, do you have any last wishes? And he wishes for these crinkly fries and they bring. Same, honestly. Right, but... They bring the fries out. He should have also wished for ketchup, if you ask me. Yeah. But then actually these might not, for whatever it's worth, these might not be crinkly in this particular ad. But um, he goes to grab them, but they're fresh out of the oven. And so as he goes to grab one, he goes, ow. And then, unfortunately, that spooks the horse <laughs> and he dies. Take sure. a listen to this. Do you have any last requests? Plate of McCain legend french fries. Yikes. And then we see his empty boots. We don't see him act actually swing from the tree but we see his boots fall we off we see of his him. horse run away and his horse and run the away and then all the people away. just enjoy the french fries that they now have yeah and that part's okay um that is right grim right that is real grim okay this last one i had again i was really leaning towards commercials i wanted to talk about so i was trying to pick things that aren't necessarily super on the nose if it didn't lend itself to a good commercial but i worried about this one and now seeing how whiny you've been about the steelers commercial i'm glad i yeah. I, I loaded three different clues for this okay. team just because i know you're very fragile um <laughs> here is a commercial i believe in spelling <laughs> that's not fragility <laughs> This commercial uh, really made me laugh. And this is where we got the uh, the little drop at the top of the show today. We see a uh, there's a it's an office setting. OK, like a white collar office setting. Right. And there's this fellow walking by the boss's office. And then he kind of does a double take because the boss is sitting there behind his desk. I believe all these are, are middle aged white guys, by the way. Um, the boss is sitting behind his desk. But then in like a um, beanbag chair next to the desk is a young teenage boy or maybe a tween and he's just sort of like playing on his little handheld video game thing while the adults talk take a listen 
Hey, who's this? Oh, that's Kyle. He aced his fifth grade geography class. Huh. You see, now that we're using FedEx to ship globally, I have to learn all the countries again, so I brought in Kyle as a consultant. Did you know that we have customers in Czechoslovakia? Actually, it's called the Czech Republic. Yes, Kyle. You are a lifesaver. <laughs> and without Kyle, I never would have heard of that new country called Butthedistan. <laughs> We understand. You want to and then the boy makes eye contact with the employee and just says, shh. So, Those are good performances. Okay. I, first of all, remember how much I hated that CEO from the Chiefs yes, ad? Yes. Yes. I, I, I love, to the same degree that I hated <laughs> yes. him, I love the CEO. He's great, right? He says, He's, when he says, yes, Kyle, he yes, like points Kyle. at him. His performance <laughs> is great. I love him. I'm, I want to go work for him. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the guy who comes in and he's having this conversation with is one of the like jag holes who's a uh, who's in uh the wolf of wall street oh really yeah or if he's not he's styled exactly okay. like him but he looks like one of the like the nerds who becomes one of the the bros at that company strat stratton on avon or whatever it was i called. can tell you that this was posted to fedex's official youtube page um I think it's their official page. I could be wrong about that. It's called FedEx Videos uh, in 2010. So the commercial is at least that old. Um, yeah, and I don't remember when Wolf of Wall Street came out. but um, It would have been after that, but it could. Yeah. this guy would have been maybe a little bit younger then if, if you're right about that. I I mean, I kind of so don't know. Even... If that's PJ Byrne is the guy who I'm thinking of. Okay. I don't know if there's a... This is not on iSpot, so... I don't think it listed the um, actors, but I kind of don't want you to take a guess here unless you really, really want to. I want to because I have two more clues okay. for this football. I'll team, think about okay? it. Do you don't tell me what it is, but do you think, you know? Um, No, I don't think I know. OK, uh, then but I'm, I'm looking gonna... forward to triangulating. OK, yeah, I think you're going to need to triangulate on this one. So there you have one for FedEx. Now you have one for Geico because you can't get through a show without a Geico or a progressive commercial. No, you cannot. And this is um, <laughs> the premise here is that this couple is moving, but they've hired the Harlem Globetrotters moving company to do it. So while they're kind of either leaving their old place or moving into their new place, the Harlem Globetrotters are throwing boxes around and they're playing catch with it and they're playing and they're doing, you know, silly stunts with these uh, people's belongings and they're getting broken all over the place. Have you seen those small Oh, careful with it! <laughs> Sorry, Missy. Excuse me, could we... Excuse me, I was wondering, could we... Bedroom. Finding the right person for the job isn't always easy. But when you have an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can give you personalized advice and could help you save hundreds. Who wants some dress shirts? Okay, so then you have one of the Globetrotters say, who wants some dress shirts? And start shooting the shirts out of um, one of those T-shirt guns that you would see in the arena. Save hundreds. Who wants some dress shirts? For expert help with all your insurance needs, get to know your local GEICO agent today. If you liked this video, you can share it with your friends. So watch the collectible plates and hit the subscribe button over there if you want to get more funny Geico videos. That was an antique. It just keeps going they just on. Let, they really let that moment I, I really love That's it for the web-only one. Yeah, okay. Are you getting any closer to thinking what this might be? No, I feel are like... You really not? I feel further from it, if really? anything. Yeah. Well, again, I feel like these are um, not super... Those are not is super this, on the nose. Is this wordplay? 
No, not like the Steelers thing. Okay. I am going for something here. All right. Don't just... guess yet. Right. Well, mm, I kind of want to. I kind of want to help you draw those lines. But let me play this last one. I think this last one is very on the nose. All it's right. not even that good of a commercial, <laughs> but um, I think it'll help you really land this. Um, it's for something called reliable carriers. Okay. Okay. And I think this takes place on kind of a very plain white background, and you see a big semi-truck that says reliable carriers, okay? And there are two fellas in the cab of the truck, and they kind of look at each other as if to say, okay, let's go. And then they get out of their truck, and they start opening, like they open the back door of the large trailer that they're pulling and some of the side doors. And as they do that, a bunch of those styrofoam peanuts start pouring out. Kind of a lower budget commercial. I think I just saw okay. a light bulb go out off in your head. Yeah. So all of these peanuts, styrofoam peanuts, are pouring out of this truck. And you see, oh, there's a... And there's reliable. Every load is carefully packed. There's an old hot rod in there that's a beautiful car. What is that, like a... I call all cars chargers. It's not a charger. But what, like a Mustang, maybe? Um, and we see that basically... I think basically, it's whatever kind of car the General Lee is. Oh, okay. And so we see that somebody loaded this car into this truck and then just filled the truck with the styrofoam peanuts. At Reliable, every load is carefully Oh, packed. you're right. That is a because charger. Because perfection huh. is our obsession. Reliable carriers. Vehicles taken seriously. So I'm tempted to say, I know it's not this. Now but they're sweeping up at the end. Yes. Obviously, it's not the Chargers. We already did that. Yeah. It's the Packers. It is indeed the Packers. But I'm still struggling to figure out what what was the association with the first one. <sighs> Just like FedEx. It came up. That's what I said. I When I saw the commercial, I needed to play it for you because I loved that yeah. boss. But it was like kind of... I was hoping to find a better FedEx commercial that talked about the actual packing right. of things because you, that is I, a service you that they... kind of zoomed in on it. It's FedEx from a corporate standpoint. Exactly. That we've got like the moving, but then finally packing. Exactly. Really nailed so Really, really dialed we, it so in. So we all, we all win on that one. So you really didn't get any wrong except for the... I um, did not get the Bills, Bill and I refused to accept one. the Steelers as a well, real one. You are I thought I missed another one, didn't more I? more Trumpy as time goes on. Um, oh, well, the Steelers you rejected. Uh, Bill Murray. Those are the only ones I had here that seemed like you really struggled with it. Raiders was pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, um, all right. You got the chief, I think. I got right? the chief. The CEO. That one I'm most Maybe proud I of. pushed you a little bit. Did I push you a little bit no. with CEO on that one? Nope. I got it on my own. Well, that was really fun. Now, we did that not. That was fun. We did not go through all of the football teams yeah, in the league. Yeah, we can do this again sometime. We could revisit it, although Maybe I do I'll think... do them for you. Oh, okay. I'll do the remainder for you. Okay, that sounds good. You want to do that? Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe we don't have to do this two weeks in a row. No, we'll but wait. we have the list. Um, I I feel like I might have taken the fun ones by like going for no, the Raiders the... and the Packers and everything. Yeah, but, but no, the uh, that the that's that'll be fun. I mean, there's a lot of football teams left, and I will. Uh, yeah. I'll have fun with it. There are a lot of birds. The, yeah, exactly. That's just gonna gonna be like, can I identify this bird? And also, yeah, but you know, I love birds. Yeah, that is right up your alley. Now the question is. Um, Will you use a crow instead of a raven? Like it's hard to find a ray, a specifically a raven. Well, that's I think. a me problem. <laughs> that isn't a crow, but also. But you better, you can bet your ass there won't be any like misspellings of team names when I do uh -huh, this. Yeah. Okay. Just everybody calm down. Head council, it's jingle time.
Sort of. What is going on <laughs> at the top of. of the show? You said this it's is jingle. Sort of jingle you said this time. is jingle adjacent. Yes, this is actually great, and I love this from listener Melly. Um, she wrote in to say, "Do you remember the Coke? We I forget." why we were talking about it. maybe it's the maybe it's the cola wars it was when i was going into the deep background of um yeah the 1980s cola wars yeah. well there was a coke uh, commercial with new edition mm-hmm. um, for that, new coke for I think, new right? coke right that so. we liked um and the song i think we even said like the song's very catchy um and and we really enjoyed it Melly says, I know this is like so a month ago, but I wanted to call in about that new edition, new Coke commercial. I nearly fell out of my chair when I heard it. It's a complete ripoff of Waters of March, a classic Brazilian song by Yao Gilberto. Am I saying that right? Maybe, yeah. Yao Gilberto. Uh, Albeit sped up, the Coke version. Uh, It's a really, really beautiful song, and the lyrics are quite moving when you're in the right mood. I've defo cried in my car many times to it, like the excruciating, painful beauty of existence. That kind. So that, you know, that kind of cry. Sure, yeah. That kind of Um, So, okay, can we take a listen to the Coke ad? Okay, this is from Okay, so there's the original so it's commercial. A jam, right? Yeah, it's, it's great. A jam. Um, so Melly, who we know f- uh, from many previous jingles, is a beautiful voice. Uh, sang uh, a version of it was that was sung by Susanna McCorkle. Then we'll get to hear the Susanna McCorkle version. So listen to this. And it's you want, be- do you want to hear Melly first? Hear Melly's, or okay, yeah. okay, sounds good. So I got that tape right over here. A flower that blooms, a fox in the brush. A nod in the wood, the song of the thrush, the mystery of life, the steps in the hall, the sound of the wind and the waterfall. It's the moon floating free, it's the curve of the slope, Uh it's an ant, it's a bee, it's a reason for hope. And the river bank sings of the waters of March, it's the promise of spring, it's the joy in your heart. Is there any chance that this is actually like specific? Is it credited? Is there? Because I mean, I can really hear the it's coke clearly song the in same there. song. Yeah, yeah. So do you think it's like? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it, like, did in other words, it's certainly not credited in any like explicit sense in the commercial. Right. But it, what was uh, was the writer uh, Yao Gilberto? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, compensated. I don't know. But why don't you play this one that she was uh, she was doing a version of? Uh, this is the Susanna McCorkle version. Apparently, it sounds like there's a number of versions. É pão, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É o resto de toco, é um pouco sozinho A stick, a stone, it's the end of the road It's feeling alone, it's the weight of your load It's a sliver of glass, it's life, it's the sun It's night, it's death, it's a knife, it's a gun a flower that blooms, a fox in the brush, a nut in the wood, the song of a thrush. The mystery of life, the steps in the hall, 
the sound of the wind and the waterfall. It's the moon floating free. It's the curve of the slope. It's an N. It's a B. It's a reason for hope. And the riverbank sings of the waters of March. It's the promise of spring. It's the joy in your heart. That's really beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? And I've been googling around here. I yeah. can't. Um, seem to find a connection to But it's unmistakable and Molly's totally right so it's a mystery to me that it was just kind of unremarked upon. It was also Uh, in a time before you had the internet so like people couldn't just go search things out and and realize that it had been plagiarized possibly this i don't think it's plagiarized this um ha- this song has its own wikipedia page waters of march and the very 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 last note on the page which is a significantly big page by the way the song was adapted for use in a series of advertisements for coca-cola these ended with the then current slogan coke is it well, it says the song was adapted, which is true, but does that mean it was adapted with permission? Oh, I guess I assumed. Yeah, we can do a little bit more digging, but if it's officially noted like that, I mean, it's certainly... Officially on Wikipedia? I mean, well, okay, I guess I could be wrong, but I sort of feel like if that's... I just don't think that's up. like that... I don't think that that exactly clarifies whether or not it was used with permission. I actually do think that Wikipedia is, like, trust me, did I tell you that somebody tried to make a Wikipedia page for me? Because TBTL has a (laughs) Wikipedia page. And so somebody made one for me that was Uh all accurate information, but, like, the editors are like, no, we're taking this down. It's like, they're, they actually very, they police this stuff very closely. I'm not saying I don't trust Wikipedia. I I think it would say something like, I, I don't think they would allow it just to be here as fact if there wasn't something to that we can get I'm not better saying it's sources not later. I'm saying it doesn't those that, that information doesn't tell you if it was done with permission. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's really interesting, and I'm really glad to know about that song. Thank you, Melly. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I was Googling there a little bit, Vives. I, I really do think um, I found something here called connectbrazil.com, and it's an article about the waters of March, the story behind the song, and it lists all kinds of stuff. And it says, in 1985, Coke used the song with rewritten lyrics on a summer Coke Is It TV okay. campaign. That does kind of uh, imply, I think, that it's uh, was yeah. sort of... Uh, Officially, or and whatever. it says here the ad made its debut ABC TV during the Super Bowl live broadcast. Unique yeah. versions in Portuguese for Coca Cola also aired on Brazilian TV. So I mean, I think it's pretty well established that they weren't just like sneaking this under the gotcha. radar. Okay. I mean, it seems that way. No, to I, me. I think you're right. I think that does kind of kind of answer my question. Um, if you are someone who has a question about why our show did not appear on your Apple Podcast last week. Um, we are sorry. We are trying to fix it. We don't know why from our end. Um, it says everything was uploaded properly. It's not like we had some kind of copyright issue or something. So we're in, we're trying to get in touch with Apple. We'll get it posted at some point. I'm sure we'll figure it out. It's just taking us a minute. Apple so, told us that wonderful thing that people love to tell people these days. We filed a ticket. They filed a ticket. Here's a ticket yes. number. A ticket Good has news, been listener, filed. A ticket has been filed. So, but so um, we are we're chasing it down. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, but we don't know what's going on. It's a little frustrating because it's been quite some time now. Also. I should probably. I also had recorded a little mini five-minute episode just to clear out the pipes the other day. We thought that might out, like push it through. Turns out there are no pipes. Yeah, there are no pipes, and so there's just one more in the pipe. Now I just clogged the pipe even more. Wait, yeah. there are no pipes. There either are no pipes or the pipe is more clogged than ever now. It's I'm not like sure. It's like Schrodinger's 
clogged pipe. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, in the meantime, if you are hearing the sound of my voice, good for you. Um, please call us at after these. Me- nope. Please call us at 607-444-5597. Please email us after these messages show at Gmail. But we'd and rather hear your voice. We'd rather hear your voice. 607-444-5597. Uh, we also love to get audio five, files five, from you um, nine, that, at the email. Uh, and you can visit us on the Facebook group. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Unless you're an Apple subscriber. Stack bundles. Rest in peace. Della Reese's nieces. Rest with me. Next to me is a table with